Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. great to be back with you folks. We're still out here in Colorado in Durango. We've been uh, at a church this week called Frontier Baptist Church. What great people those folks are. And uh, Stephanie, as we move along, what's going on with you? Good morning, Doug. We are, um, you know, doing life. Got kids doing, begging me to help them get um, wood burnings designed so they can try to sell those and Christmas, trying to figure out Christmas gifts, working on planning a ladies' Christmas fellowship I'm doing at my house next week. And in the midst of that, we're going to my cousin's wedding down south um, this weekend. And um, so, yeah, lots going on in life. There's a lot going on in life. So, you know, one update we haven't gotten in a while is how is King Thor doing? He's doing pretty great. He's growing at a massive rate. That's going to be one big golden so. retriever, man. Eh? I think, remember, did you ever watch the movies Ear Bud? Yes. Those were my favorite movies when I was a kid. Oh, man. And uh, I got to tell you, I think Thor may be the natural replacement for Ear Bud. I think Thor's got the yeah, look. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, he's got the personality and the cuteness. He does. And the, and the smarts. He's pretty intelligent. He's an intelligent dog. And uh, so, folks, I, I want you to know that there has been a calm on the wife front with Thor. So a decision was made. I, th- I think it's. I think we got to tell the peeps, Stephanie. Uh, so we made this decision that we weren't going to try to get a wife with Thor for the immediate time. And uh, we made that decision because, you know, Stephanie's already has eight kids. And uh, she's already got a dog. And, I mean, there's deer being hunted. There's things going on. So we were thinking adding seven or eight golden retriever puppies right now may not be the best case. Is, is that right? Did I, did I state that right to our peeps, Stephanie? Yes. Well, and there's, there's um, besides, you know, my eight kids have to be my first focus. And then um, Wounded Spirits is the second. And so because of that, I mean, obviously the Lord's at the top, but you know what I mean. So... Um, between the Lord, eight kids and wounded spirits, I mean, I'm trying to find a couple hours a night to sleep. (laughs) So I'm afraid puppies might make those couple hours disappear. And then my Lyme's disease will just decide, yippee, we're taking over now. So I'm already dealing with all that. (laughs) Wow. That's a lot of negative juju in one place. And and just... (laughs) Just also, so you know, other things that are going on. Stephanie's got a little bit of a sinus thing going on right now as we talk. So she even sounds a little more Norwegian than those Midwesterners usually do. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, I, I don't know. There's just a lot it's, going it's, on. So Yeah. It's called weather changing. So It is weather changing. And, and you know, we need God to help with that. To, to get rid- And I've got some. I couldn't even talk last night. And I can barely talk today. I mean, and we're going on the radio today. 
And so there's a lot going on. I mean, there's you might hear some nose blowing going on in the background. We're trying to keep it at a minimum. But uh, uh, so anyway, as we move forward, and some of our peeps are probably there too, Stephanie. I mean, you can't tell me coming into December that people aren't feeling kind of weird with the sinuses and the headaches and the cold. It's cold here yep. in uh, Colorado, well, it, man. Yeah. All I, all I can say is get the um, humidifiers out. I still have to find the boys' rooms humidifiers, but I've got mine going and my girls, which I need to refill when we're done with podcasts. Um, when I, once I get home, but get your humidifiers out. Um, it makes all the difference in the world for not waking up coughing. You know, like you feel like you're pooping cough or something from being dry. So, yeah, get the humidifiers out. All that fun stuff. Drink the tea. You know, my kids think it's awesome that it's gotten cold and dry because mom lets them drink tea and hot chocolate and all that stuff. Well, you know, it's pretty so. dry here in Colorado, man. It's called semi-arid conditions here, man. There's no humidity. And uh, yeah, it's still cold when it's cold. It's still hot when it's hot. But boy, anyway, David dealt with a lot of this stuff, obviously uh, being over there in the Middle East. And here we are in Psalm number 31. And I think we're going to try to do half of Psalm number 31 today, Stephanie. And and I'm going to go ahead and read through verse 12. Now, is there anything else going on in your life that the peeps should know about, Stephanie? You know, they there's people out there concerned about what's going on with you. So uh, let's see if there's anything that I can interject about what's going on with Stephanie. Uh, there's got to be something else going on, man. Uh, wow. Stephanie's silent. I, I think we're going to have to... I mean, I don't know. I think I, I think my life's... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, ministry-wise, it's crazy, but, you know, that's, that is what it is, so... And you work with people who are kind of knuckleheads. You know, we always do. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and we're kind of knuckleheads. I mean, just not as much knucklehead as some people. You know, so on a, on a knucklehead scale of 1 to 10, maybe we're knuckleheads at 1 or 2 where the average person we work with might be a three or four and the average American <laughs> might be a nine, you know? So mm -hmm. it's not terrible, but here we are in Psalm 31 to the chief musician or Psalm of David. It says in thee, O Lord, do I put my trust? Let me never be ashamed. Deliver me in my, in thy righteousness, bow down thine ear to hear me, deliver me speedily. Be thou my strong rock, for in a house of defense to save me. For thou art my rock and my fortress. Therefore, for thy name's sake, lead me and guide me. Pull me out of the net that they have laid privily for me. For thou art my strength. Into thine hand I commit my spirit. Thou hast redeemed me, O Lord God of truth. I have hated them that regard lion vanities. But I trust in thee, Lord. I will be glad and rejoice in thy mercy, for thou hast considered my trouble, thou hast known my soul in adversities, thou hast shut me up unto the hand of the enemy, thou hast set my feet in a large room. Have mercy upon me, O Lord, for I am in trouble, mine eye is consumed with grief, yea, my soul in my belly, for my life is spent with grief and my years with singing, sighing. My strength faileth because of mine inequity, and my bones are consumed. I was a reproach among all mine enemies, but especially among my neighbors. In a fear to mine acquaintance, they have they that did see me without fled from me. 
I am forgotten as a dead man out of mind. I am like a broken vessel. Man, that's a tough, a tough place to stop, Stephanie. I am like yeah. a broken vessel. Wow. So David's saying, man, I've been through some junk here. My life is upside down. And in thee, O Lord, I will put my trust. And I mean, isn't that a place that we need to be found this morning, Stephanie? Don't we need to put our trust in God? Or, uh, I mean, what are we seeing there in verse 1? Yeah, I think um, he starts out letting God know that I trust you. And then he uh, he has um, in verse, I mean, there's verse, verse 1 and 2 both are, he, he lists these different things. He asks of God, let me never be ashamed. Deliver me in thy righteousness, bow down thine ear to me. Again, he says, deliver me speedily. Then he says, be thou my strong rock in house of defense to save me so it's like he has five requests here yeah. and then verse three he asked that god would lead him and guide him um and verse you know this this whole psalm he's crying out to god pretty much saying god i need you to do everything because i'm helpless i can't do this i need you how and does that song go you. i need thee oh i need thee and uh, boy, i need thee every hour yeah, yeah. Man, I think we may have a song for the end of this podcast right there. I, but I, I do. I think that's where David's coming from. Yeah. Uh, he's surrounded by people in, in wickedness and conspiracies. And, you know, uh, one through eight, as we look at these verses, it's when others do evil is what I have written down in my Bible that we're supposed to trust in God. And he's talking about that in one through eight. And uh, you, you read here at number three and then number four, pull me out of the net that they have laid privily for me, for thou art my strength. Into thine hand I commit my spirit. Thou hast redeemed me, O Lord, God of truth. And you know, so many people use that term, Stephanie, into thy hand I commit my spirit. And so many people use that term for when we're in our last hours, our last days, our last minutes, and saying, God, I, I, I give myself to you. I, I put myself to you. So that almost has a connotation of death with it in my life. I mean, uh, you know, I'm not necessarily talking about that here with David, but it says, I have hated them that regard lying vanities, and but I trust in the Lord. I will be glad and rejoice in thy mercy, for thou hast considered my trouble. Thou hast known my soul in adversities, and hast thou not shut me up into the hand of the enemy? Thou hast set my feet in a large room. And he's talking about, you know what, you know what really caught my voice here? is uh, uh, we come out of that and it says, I hated them that regard lion vanities. And boy, we've seen lion vanities firsthand in these last few weeks, Stephanie. And man, I hate that. And uh, yeah. I hate that. And David's saying, hey, there's lion vanities. And folks, I mean, what does lion vanities look like, Stephanie? What do people look like? Uh, or what do vanities, lion vanities look like for these folks who are listening to us? Wow. Um Lying vanities almost seems like a um, double, it's kind of a, it's like adding insult to injury. It's like if lying isn't bad enough, it's like lying emptiness. And, um, yeah, it's, he says, I have hated them that regard. In other words, David couldn't stand being around people that accepted the lying vanities. Because yeah. I think I think what he's saying here is they're choosing to trust in the emptiness. They're choosing to trust in a false emptiness, which yeah. is a double negative. Well, and people something that's empty and it yeah. and it's 
it's it's just it's detestable and he counters that with but i trust in the lord and um it's almost like david just cannot stand it it's a literally like he says he hates those and i don't think he david didn't hate we're not supposed to hate people but he's saying he loathed it it was sickening sickening to him that people would regard in other words that they would trust that they would esteem that they would hold in high in high estimation false emptiness well and it's and you know they 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 love these worthless idols and the lion vanities mm-hmm. is you know and I, and I saw it as what people were doing to us over the last few weeks where they're just plain out lying you know so yeah. that they look better so th- there's there's vanity everywhere around us and you know it's always about an idol and I mean, it can be at a small level where people actually idolize people in the ministry. People actually idolize children and kids and sport teams. And it's, it's what do you make idols out of? And these lion yeah. vanities are, you know, what is it all about? It's about idols. It's about power. It's about, you know, this is all, all a power play. Who can get more land? Who can do these things? Mm-hmm. And who can make the other person look worse? Who can... Uh, you know, that's what I'm getting out of this. I'm getting when in those first eight verses that we're supposed to trust God in the midst of these people with lying vanities. We're supposed to trust God in the midst of people who are misrepresenting us, in the midst of people who are uh, telling the story the wrong way, and in the midst of people who choose idols over God, who choose the idol of money, who choose the idol of uh, power who choose the idol of rightness who choose the idol and I mean we could go one idol after another we can keep on going and going and going uh, but what David's seeing is what we all see is people choosing idols placing things ahead of God placing things uh, uh, you know I, I think David's seeing that and he's he's hating it and he's he's talking to God about it he's coming to God and he's saying and thou has not shut me up unto the hand of thy enemy. Thou hast set my foot in a large room. And what do you think of when he sets his foot in a large room? I, I think David's talking about, I don't know, I could be off on this, but it's almost like the concept of a of, of flat, like almost like they picture almost a flat plateau that's safe. Like David feels like God has put him in a place that it's not like he's on the edge of the cliff. He's got a he's got a big area that's a firm foundation that he feels secure and he feels safe there. Oh, and God's rooms are big. God's areas are big. God deals with these things. And I, I think that's what's coming to my mind. And exactly what you said. You know, my foot's in a large room. I'm comforted. There's uh, my God's huge. Your power's huge. These things are big. And have mercy upon me in verse 9, O Lord, for I am in trouble. Mine eye is consumed with grief. Yea, my soul and my belly. He's in a bad place right now. He's in that pit again, Stephanie, there in verse 9. And he's asking for God to have mercy. He's afraid. Yeah. Well, this is, I mean, this, I'll be honest with you. This psalm, this psalm makes me feel comforted because there are so many times when I'm crying out to the Lord, um, whether it's for my country or for my kids or different people I love and I'm working with. And I, I can feel this psalm in the sense of it's like you reach that point of faith and then you crumble. Even while you're praying, it's like you're just it's, it's just like the waterfall effect of you feel like you've reached the end. And then now here comes a whole new wave of, of what's in your heart. And 
this is inspired scripture. God inspired David to write these Psalms. And And I think it is an incredibly beautiful thing that God called David a man after his own heart. And David is like us as far as he's crying out to God. He's got that heart of faith. He's like Peter walking on the water and sinking and having to go to God again and say, Lord, help me. And I think that's a beautiful thing that God has given us, you know, one of our greatest Bible heroes mm. struggled with the same things we struggle with. And that's, and, and that's a good, and that's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. It You're, gives us great comfort. And I, you know, David, I think was in, in a certain extent, um, he was going through ups and the downs in the midst of this prayer. Well, um, and, and, and you know, and that's, that's a real thing. <laughs> that's a real thing. And I mean, look, as you go on here and it's talking about in verse 10, for my life is spent with grief and my years with sighing. My strength faileth me because of mine inequity and my bones are consumed. So uh, you know what David come to? He came to the point that said, I'm going through these things. I'm going through these trials because we've got to remember what trials are. Trials are to make us better. And I think David's saying, I'm going through these things for my good to get better. And, uh, but I'm sighing. My strength is failing me because of mine inequities, my sins, those things I've been through, and my bones are consumed. And I mean, don't we, if we're not careful, we find ourselves where David is right there. Man, this is because yeah. I'm a knucklehead. This is because I don't have much to offer. This is because I'm not serving God the way we should. This is because... Uh, I mean, there's a million things going on here, but if we're not careful, we can get stuck in that pit for a while. Yeah. And a pit's a bad place to be. And uh, we know that. A pit is, uh, when you're in the pit, there's not a lot of joy. There's not a lot of worship. There's not a lot of relationship with God. And, and you know, this life, this podcast is all about taking people who are hurting, taking people who are in a bad place, taking people whose lives are upside down and saying, listen, uh, it's going to be okay. I know, I, I, you know, I know you're in a pit. I, I, I know where you're at. And, uh, but the way out, the way out is that worship is to go back to that relationship, that prayer, singing out to God. Uh, so there's something that needs to happen. I mean, at least I think that's what I'm seeing. And for my life is spent with grief. And I mean, everybody's life is spent with grief, but does it overtake us? I mean, that needs to be the yeah. question here. And for David, I think the answer is no. He's finding, he's finding comfort. He's finding, you know, he's complaining, but he's also praising God through this. And so I think it's all right to complain to God. I mean, don't you, Stephanie? I think it's all right to say, hey, God, uh, we're seeing it here in the inspired word of God. Help me. Well, and yeah, and verse, so he starts, um, Verse 9, he talks about being in trouble, his eye consumed in grief, and he goes through this description. Um, he says he was reproached um, among his enemies, especially among his neighbors, and a fear to mine acquaintance. They did they that did see me without fled from me, for I am forgotten as a dead man out of mind. I am like a broken vessel. And then verse 13, 13 he gives the reason. And... Like I said, this psalm is very real because um, I know probably, well, I know you've lived this first. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but he says in verse 13, For I have heard the slander of many, 
fear was on every side while they took counsel together against me. <coughs> Sorry, my dry throat took over. Yeah, no, took counsel together against me. They devised to take away my life. And uh, I think, you know, on Psalm, 13, uh, on Psalm 31 and as we come through 12 and into 13 is, you know, they're trying to slander David. So we, if we take a look at what's going on is David's the king. He's trying to hold everything together, yet he's clearly seeing his enemy. He's living in the enemy zone. And you kind of got to have to. I mean, when you're royalty, when you're in charge of these different people, you're living in the enemy zone. Yeah. And he says, for I have heard the slander of many. I hear yeah. it. I know what people are saying about me, and it's a lousy place to be. And, and, and Stephanie, there are people listening to this podcast who know what people are saying about them or against them. And certainly we've seen firsthand in the last couple of weeks, uh, uh, you know, a, a man who called himself our friend slander us, a couple of them. And uh, we've heard what they've said. They don't, they don't say it to us, but we got a couple choices. We can live in the slander zone. We can live in the pit zone. We can live in the bad place or, or we can come up in front of God. And I think David is making the right choice here. I think, I think David's coming up in front of God and, and he's talking about what he's going through. And I, you know, I think there's power in waking up in the morning and realizing where you're at in life. I think there's power, obviously, in going to God. There's great power to say, they're slandering me, God. They're doing this to me. Help me. I need your help. Pull me out of this, God. Mm -hmm. uh, I think there's great things going on with that. And I, I, I believe that's what's going down. Bow down thy ear to me. We saw in verse number two, deliver me speedily. Get me out of this junk I'm in. And uh, I think that's what people are doing. And as we as we wrap down this, Stephanie, and as we go on, I mean, I think it's all right to be in this place. It's just not all right to stay in this place, right? Well, I mean, you look at the lives of David and Joseph, because Joseph went through the slander thing, too, from his own family, from his own brothers, um, and then from Potiphar's wife, you know, I cannot believe that there wasn't moments of great hurt and almost depression. We we know there was with David. And yet they made, it was that choice. Like I said, life's full of choices. And, yeah. you know, I was just talking to a young lady last night and she's been through a lot, a lot of hurt. And she said something profound to me. And that was, that forgiving someone who has abused you is a choice you have to make every day. Yeah. And, and it's not that there's not that one time you forgive them, but you know, when, when trust is broken, when you are abused, um, and thankfully in her case, I think there's acknowledgement of it at this point. And so it's, that obviously helps. Um, but in David's case, in Joseph's case, Joseph eventually there would be with his brothers. But you have to do that tough thing of saying, God, I'm giving this back to you. And we see that in the psalm of David's throwing it in God's lap. And then in his heart, he's struggling with it the next, you know, the next verse. And there's that constant having to come back to God. And as we come to, the, you know, as we come to the end of the, these verses that we covered. Yeah. It makes me think of Philippians, where Paul says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, 
and took upon him the form of a servant. And, you know, Jesus knew what it felt like to be slandered. Yeah. Jesus knew he experienced on earth. I mean, he was called an illegitimate child. The people from the town where he, you know, the area where he grew up would not even honor or respect him. They tried to kill him. The people that had known him best, and he was the son of God, he was perfect. And they hated him for it. And um, there is a comfort in knowing that our Savior is a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. He knows what we're going through. And um, being in the midst of, you know, I've been down the slander trail Quite honestly, more times than I can count in my life at this point. And, um, you know, just just in the last week, got slammed with a whole new um, being informed of things that were being said behind my back. And it almost made me laugh. I was just like, kind of funny at this point. You know, yeah, it hurts. But I got to keep serving God. Because I can't change what people are going to say behind my back. I can't change that. God knows. And um, knowing that Jesus knows what it feels like. And knowing that there's people like David. There's people like Joseph. uh, Daniel. You know, so many of our Bible heroes went through these things. Because, like you say, more than half of the population are knuckleheads. And so you can count on there being jerks out there, especially yeah. when you're seeking to live a godly life. Yeah, there's a high um, propensity of jerks amongst us. Yeah. Yeah, and they're not always, they don't always come from the world. Oh, I you know, know David talks in this about that it was among your his neighbors friends. and his acquaintances. Yeah, yeah. So My, my dear um, friend, it, Pastor Todd McClure, said something to me the other day. He says, you know, and when some people are patting you on the back, watch out. They're looking for a soft spot to stick the knife in. And uh, Yep, that's I, exactly right. I, you know, you hate to say that, but I think a couple things as we wind down and Stephanie prepares her song here is, you know, a couple things that came out of Psalm 31, the first 12 or 13 verses for us is, when others do evil, we need to trust God for his strength. And David's talking about all this evil, and, and he's getting to the place where he's going to God. He wants to speedily be taken out of it. And then we started here in verse number nine, where people are causing them pain. When so, when people cause us pain, like David, uh, we need to ask God for His mercy. And I think that's where we are. I think that's how we wrap up this first half of the psalm: is to to understand that that God's mercy will take care of us. That God will bring us out. God brought David out, and God can bring us out today in 2020. And and yeah. uh, Stephanie, what song did we say we were going to end up with today? We said it somewhere. Didn't I need, yeah, it was I need the every hour. Do you know the chorus or something of that? You got that down? Yeah, I, I looked it up. I looked it up. Praise God. <laughs> well, we can go ahead and start with that. You I just need want it. the chorus? Yeah. Or do you want the first verse? You do the first verse. It's all right. I need the every hour, most gracious Lord. No tender voice like thine can peace afford. I need thee, oh, I need thee. Every hour I need thee. Oh, bless me now, my Savior.
Savior, I come to Thee. Hey folks, remember the rules, no matter what's going on in your life. Number one, when others do evil, trust God. And when others cause pain, go to God. Ask God for His mercy. And thank you so much. Hey, listen to every word we have for you here. It's so important you get this right. We sure do love you folks, and we'll come to you real soon. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth, and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.